dealt with guys like Trump my whole life. So have you. Guys who avoid paying their own taxes they owe, as he said last time out, is because he's smart. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Uh, then the mob burned down a police station and murdered a few people. You know how they like to do that. They're constantly shooting people. Hey, Democrats, stop shooting people. And now, Led Zeppelin. We've got a very corrupt Justice Department, filthy political third world banana boat Justice Department, Merrick Garland. We can be thankful that he's not on the Supreme Court, but he is the chief law enforcement officer in the United States of America. And we learned that the Biden Merrick Garland Justice Department now demanding in court that uh, black Cuban American Enrique Torrio, who runs an organization, I've told you I've been down on the mall when there are rallies and things. My best girl and I, we like to go down, we love a parade. And and uh, came upon a group of uh, Proud Boys yellow uh, jackets with black trim and things. And and uh, walking past them, just walking past them, and they're hanging out, uh, being mellow. And, and a, uh, a kid, well, he was probably 20 years old when the Proud, the Proud Boys outfit. And as I was walking by, a kid looked up at me and made eye contact. You know, a guy looked up at me and made eye contact. And I made eye contact with him, and I nodded a little. And he stuck his fist out, you know, arm's length, stuck his fist out for a fist bump, obviously, for a fist bump. And I gave him a fist bump as I'm walking by with my best girl. And he said, the West is the best, you know, like uh, Jim Morrison and the Doors. I said, yes, it is. And he nodded and sort of smiled, kept going. He was, I always failed, I failed to mention, he's a black uh, guy, black guy, like 20 years old, one of the Proud Boys. And the Proud Boys there, there were a number of black guys in the mix and, and uh, Latino. And they're Proud Boys, they're pro-Western values, they're pro-American. And, and there were, I mentioned that Enrique Tarrio was stabbed by a Democrat when he was in Washington, D.C., uh, a Black Lives Matter Democrat who sacked and plundered our city and burned and, and looted and, and uh, vandalized and graffitied and attacked the police. And, and uh, uh, how many years are they getting? How many years are those guys getting? Because Enrique Tarrio wasn't even in Washington, D.C. on January 6th of 2021, and they're demanding 33 years for Enrique Tarrio. He didn't shoot anybody. He didn't stab anybody. He didn't punch anybody. He certainly didn't kill anybody. But, you know, the average sentence for murder in Washington, D.C. is not 33 years. It's a lot less than that because the left is filth and they love murderers and criminals, but they hate the police and the military and the American flag. Now, this is an extraordinary story. The uh, prosecutor is demanding from a federal judge that Enrique Tarrio be sentenced to 33 years in prison. Joe Biggs, they're also demanding 33 years in prison, right? They call them, the Washington Post refers to them as a far-right extremist group. But they call the Proud Boys a civil rights movement, right? Uh, excuse me, the uh, Black Lives Matter, I apologize. And Black Lives Matter burned and looted our city. My neighborhood was looted twice. The neighborhood around the radio station has been looted multiple times. All by Democrats. No Proud Boys, no MAGA hat-wearing Republicans, no Trump voters. All Hillary voters, Obama voters, Biden voters, looting and burning our city, attacking the police, burning police cars, burning 
Remember on Inauguration Day, they were burning cars and looting and beating people that had showed up for the inauguration. That's Black Lives Matter. How many years for them? The uh, Democrats and Black Lives Matter showed up at the White House on Lafayette Park. They injured 180 federal law enforcement officers between the U.S. Park Police, the Uniformed Division of the Secret Service, uh, and more than 180 officers injured by the Democrats. That's more than Capitol Hill. And they set fire. Did the uh, Proud Boys set fire to the Capitol? No. The Democrats set fire to the historic, one of the most historic churches in the United States of America. And they set it on fire. And how many years did uh, they, well, they didn't arrest anybody for that. They didn't charge anybody for that. There, there are cameras everywhere. They used cell phones on Capitol Hill on January 6th to chase people to Alaska and arrest them in pre-dawn raids. Women. Uh, because the FBI has been completely corrupted by the left. And uh, really, the, all FBI agents across the country need to walk out. You need, you need to have like a week-long walkout and protest what has been done to your once-beloved agency. And I considered it uh, at, uh, for most of my life to be a beloved and respected agency. Now, if they showed up at my door, um, you know, call a team of lawyers— and, uh, you know, they're, they're probably there to shoot your dog. So now the 33 years. Again, keep in mind that in Washington, D.C., I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago, the Democrat prosecutor who loves murderers and hates the police chooses to not prosecute 67% of crimes. 60, that's more than two-thirds of crimes not prosecuted by the Democrat that prosecutes criminals in Washington, D.C., 67% of crimes not prosecuted by the Democrat. And homicides are skyrocketing. Uh, we had an 11% increase in homelessness last year across the country. Uh, what's, what, uh, what's the Justice Department doing about that? Well, the skyrocketing homicide rates, the skyrocketing carjacking rates, and 67% of crimes not prosecuted. And literally true, if you murder someone in Washington, D.C., you can murder more than one person in Washington, D.C., and they're not going to ask for 33 years for you. Enrique Torrio, not even in Washington, D.C., the only person killed was Ashley Babbitt, shot and killed while unarmed, a woman by a U.S. Capitol Police officer for the alleged crime of trespassing. So I guess if someone shows up on your property and you determine they're trespassing and you shot and killed them, that you'd also get a medal from Nancy Pelosi, right? Honestly, pretty amazing stuff. Also, the head of the Oath Keepers, uh, Stuart Rhodes, they tried to get 25 years for him, uh, and he got 18 years in prison. Now, uh, the Oath Keepers are uh, uh, people that have served in the military and uh, swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Maybe they've been in law enforcement, served in government, took the oath, and they determined that even after they left the military or the police or their government job, that the oath still applied to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, even though they're no longer serving. But, and how many homicides this year? Well, I think we're on track for a 20-year high in homicides, right? But we've got a very low, that's uh, a 30% increase in crime. I think it's a 33% increase in crime in D.C. now. But the Democrat doesn't prosecute 67% of crimes, Probably because he's a racist. I'm thinking he's probably a racist. What other possible explanation could there be? Honestly. 
33 years in prison. Two systems of government, a two uh, of justice rather, a two-tiered justice system. Uh, Joe Biden and the Biden family over here. Donald Trump over here, 91 counts. Four indictments. Looking at how many years, hundreds and hundreds of years in prison. We are very, very rapidly, if we haven't already crossed the, the line, becoming a third world country because the left is here. I've been sounding the alarm for years now. These are not liberals. This is the left. The left is here to destroy, to destroy the United States, to destroy capitalism, to destroy our institutions. And I've been talking about the, for how many years now, Michael, I've been talking about the uh, destruction of confidence in our public institutions and how they were doing it on purpose, that there's no other possible explanation than to destroy confidence in our public institutions. From the IRS and the FBI to the Justice Department, even the Department of Defense, which thoroughly modern Millie wants to turn into a drag show uh, for the world. It is, uh, it's, really, it's really amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man. All right, let's take, a, uh, let's take a phone call. And we still have to get to Joe Biden's many, many identities. I, Robert L. Peters, do solemnly swear. And Pito Pete. Joe Biden is also Pito Pete. So they, they, honestly, they pursue their political enemies like communists pursue their political enemies. Uh, Vladimir Putin just put one of his opponents in jail in Russia for 19 years. Now, what, what, was, uh, what was Enrique Tario convicted of? Seditious conspiracy. Seditious conspiracy. Well, these CIA officers that signed on to that letter they engaged in seditious conspiracy, and I would like to see 33 years in prison for John Penitentiary face Brennan and for Mike Morell and for Jeremy Bash, CNN's Dana Bash's ex-husband. Let's get seditious because that was a seditious conspiracy to tamper in our elections. Let's get the FBI agents and J. Edgar Comey that uh, engaged in a seditious conspiracy tampering with our election, and successfully, by the way, Joe Biden won, right? You remember, hey, uh, Harry Reid saying he lied about Mitt Romney not paying his taxes, then Mitt Romney lost, and when asked about it, I think by Dana Bash, you uh, said that Mitt Romney hadn't paid his taxes for 10 years, and it wasn't true, and he knew it wasn't true. He's, he was a liar, and um, and he said, well, you know, uh, Mitt Romney lost, so see, we won. Right? That was a seditious conspiracy. But we got to have seditious conspiracy for the FBI agents and personnel that called Facebook and Twitter and urged them, cajoled them, massaged them into not allowing people to share the true stories in the New York Post about Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails and big guy getting a 10% cut from communist China. That's Joe Biden. One of his many pseudonyms, big guy, Robert L. Peters, Pedo Pete, J.R.B. Ware, many pseudonyms and fake email addresses. Now, there's a seditious conspiracy. The 51 so-called intelligence officers that ran an information operation against the American people designed to affect the outcome of the U.S. presidential election, and it worked. The FBI and J. Edgar Comey, and get every G.D. FBI employee that spoke to the people at Twitter and Facebook, and 
Let's indict them on the RICO statutes. They crossed state lines. They engaged in a conspiracy. They tampered in our election successfully. And that is a seditious conspiracy to beat the band. The FBI, the FBI director, multiple CIA directors, seditious conspiracies all over the place. Now that's a seditious conspiracy. Enrique Terrio, not even in Washington, his multiracial, multiethnic organization, which is pro-Western and pro-American, are now in the crosshairs of the assassins of the left and the Democrat Party and the permanent bureaucracy and corrupt and crooked Merrick Garland and corrupt and crooked Joe Biden. 33 years, my rumpus. A Republican needs to get into the White House to pardon these people who committed... Now, I mean, look, if you assaulted a police officer, which Enrique Tario did not do, then you need to face the music for assaulting a police officer. Just as all the Black Lives Matter people who have not faced the music for assaulting police officers all over the place, injuring literally hundreds of police officers just in D.C., thousands nationwide, all these Democrats torching police stations, courthouses, on and on. And uh, where are their prison sentences? You know how many people got uh, even charged for attacking the White House, torching the, uh, the Church of the President, St. John's? None. Zero. Washington, D.C., goose egg, none, zero. I just went like that. Isn't that the white supremacy sign? You make a loop with your index finger and your thumb, and then your three other fingers are up, and then they, they say that's uh, white supremacy, right? Now, I say when you make a peace sign like this, you make a peace sign, that means um, vigilantism. See, that's, I, I said that secretly. I'm just revealing this for the first time. Every time a leftist goes like this, puts up two fingers, it means uh, vigilante. What else does it mean? It means vigilantism. It means vengeance. It's a, it's a call to violence. So might as well, because if this is white supremacy, then that is uh, vigilantism. And I have breaking news. President Joe Biden's plan to introduce the digital dollar into our financial bloodstream is already in progress. It's vital to understand the potential consequences here, because believe it or not, contrary to their phony claims, this initiative is not in your best interest or in anyone's best interest. This is about government control once again. Time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect your nest egg, your future, your retirement. You can help protect your savings from the risks of the digital dollar and the lefty's big plan by diversifying with gold and silver IRAs. That's why it's time to call the experts and get smart at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's crazy digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Call them today. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal, tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, we got a, we got a lynch mob of a government here, boy. I've got a friend of mine who's moved out of the country, good conservative pro-American, who's planning on giving up his U.S. citizenship very soon. Living in another country, still got to pay U.S. taxes up the yin-yang. Talking about giving up his citizenship now, uh, as a proud patriotic American, he can no longer stand to support what's happening here. 
Tommy didn't win, did he? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Now, the uh, people at Judicial Watch have filed a lawsuit, speaking of seditious conspiracies, where everyone should get 33 years in prison, hard labor. Uh, And um, Judicial Watch sues CIA for records about its role in Intel letter attacking Hunter laptop story just before election. Now, uh, the New York Times should be doing this, but they're filth. So Judicial Watch announced today, this is yesterday, that it filed a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit against the CIA for all communications of the spy agency's pre-publication classification review board, naturally the PCRB, regarding an October 19, 2020 email, which requested a review and clearance for a letter signed by 51 criminals 51 former intelligence community officials characterizing the Hunter Biden laptop story as having, quote, all the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign, end quote. That was a lie. That was an information operation. That was a propaganda campaign run by these 51 criminals who were engaged in a seditious conspiracy against the United States of America with a goal of tampering in the presidential election so that President Trump would lose and Joe Biden would win. And then Joe Biden got millions more votes than Hillary Clinton, sexist Democrats, millions more votes than Barack Obama, racist Democrats. And they got the headlines they wanted. They were all over the place. It's Russian disinformation. It was a lie. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. classic uh, textbook uh, Soviet-Russian tradecraft at work. And so all of a sudden, two two and a half weeks before the election, uh, this laptop appears somehow. That was James Clapper. He is a, uh, he's the lie under oath guy. He lies repeatedly under oath on Capitol Hill without consequence because we're a filthy, corrupt city and a corrupt government. Uh, And it's because the 
permanent bureaucracy, also known as the deep state, uh, is in charge of way too much, and it's uh, running the world into the side of a mountain. But now Judicial Watch, and not the New York Times or the Washington Post, filing a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit uh, against the CIA, demanding their records because, you know, these crooks, these criminals like Mike Morell and penitentiary face Brennan engaged in a seditious conspiracy against the Constitution, against the rule of law, against uh, the American people. They ran an information operation, a disinformation operation against the American people. All 51 of them should be charged with a long series of crimes. We have precedent all over the place. RICO statutes, uh, seditious conspiracy, crossing state lines. They weren't all in Virginia or all in Washington, D.C. or anything. And this was coordinated by the current Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who was at the time with the Biden campaign. So he was a private citizen in the private sector. He lit a fire under Mike Morell, former CIA director, who then started recruiting penitentiary face Brennan and Dana Bash's ex-husband, got 51 people to engage in a seditious conspiracy perpetrated against the American people designed to corrupt our presidential election, and they were successful. And you see, when they, when they as uh, former CIA officials, if they're going to write something they're going to publish, it's got to be cleared uh, through this office at the CIA, the, the PCRB, the Pre-Publication Classification Review Board, has to review it. So who at the CIA approved this, rubber-stamped this giant lie that they perpetrated against the American people? This, is, this was a disinformation campaign against the American people perpetrated by the American intelligence community and 51 individuals therein. Of course, they got the headlines they wanted, like uh, Politico, the radical left-wing extremists at Politico, who wouldn't know the truth if the plane crashed into their building. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, comma, dozens of former intel officials say. More than 50 former intelligence officials signed a letter casting doubt on the provenance of a New York Post story on the former vice president's son. It was all true, 100% of it. They had Natasha Bertrand write up the story, another Russian connection. Natasha and Boris Badenov, where's Bullwinkle when you need him? More than 50, this is October 19th of 2020, when this seditious conspiracy was perpetrated against the American people. The letter, signed on Monday, centers around a batch of documents released by the New York Post last week that, pur- that purport to tie the Democratic nominee to his son Hunter's business dealings. They were right. It was all true. Under the banner headline, Biden's secret emails. We got more Biden's secret emails that just emerged yesterday under pseudonyms that the then-Vice President used to communicate with Guess what? Ukraine, the Ukrainian president, Burisma executives, phony email address. And that, it turns out, was also signed off on by the deep state. That's kind of an amazing thing, too. So the Post was given a copy of a hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop. The FBI had already had it for a long, long time, but they sat on it because they were engaged in a seditious conspiracy. Then they engaged in a seditious conspiracy to crush this story with this phony letter, which was a corrupt, seditious conspiracy information operation, disinformation operation, that they perpetrated illegally against the American people. They'll say, oh no, we used weasel words because we're weasels. 
So that's uh, okay. The uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Just amazing stuff. So the letter and the signatories presented no new evidence. They said their national security experience had made them, quote, deeply suspicious that the Russian government played a significant role in this case. That was a lie. They all lied. They're all liars. And cited several elements of the story that suggest the Kremlin's hand at work. They wrote, if we are right, this is Russia trying to influence how Americans vote in this election. And we believe strongly that Americans need to be aware of this. Well, here's what Americans need to be aware of. This was the U.S. intelligence community corruptly meddling in our election like Russia. And on behalf of Russia, let's go ahead and call them the Russian operatives because this was a seditious conspiracy perpetrated against the United States of America. And if Proud Boy leader, black Cuban-American Enrique Tarrio, is uh, being subjected to 33 years in prison for his conviction of seditious conspiracy. He wasn't even in Washington and uh, seditious conspiracy. These people are guilty prima facie, on on the face of it, uh, of seditious conspiracy perpetrated against the American government, against our system of electing presidents, and they corrupted the presidential election of 2020. Nick Shapiro, a former top aide under CIA director John Penitentiary Face Brennan, provided Politico with the letter, on mo- the letter on Monday. Nick Shapiro is engaged in a seditious conspiracy. And also, Natasha, the typist here, was engaged in a seditious conspiracy to corrupt our presidential election, and they did so successfully. He noted, Nick Shapiro, one of the seditious conspirators, that the IC leaders, the intelligence community leaders, who have signed the letter, worked for the past four presidents, including Trump, And they undermined Trump. They engaged in a seditious conspiracy to undermine Trump. So did the FBI officials that contacted Facebook and Twitter and told them they shouldn't spread this. It's Russian disinformation, except the only disinformation was coming from our FBI and our intelligence community. They were engaged in a seditious conspiracy, which will apparently get you 33 years in prison. So, you know... Start uh, storing up the lube, boys. You, uh, good Lord. This is just amazing and appalling stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So I got off on this because seditious conspiracy, huh? All right, let's take a, uh, let's take a phone call. I've gone far too long without not, ta- not taking a, a phone call. So let's, uh, let's talk to Paul calling from Frederick, Maryland. Paolo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, hi, how are you? I'm great, Paul. What did um, you say? I just just wanted to tell you about a couple things. One thing you probably haven't heard of, uh, I, I did call initially to talk about the Washington football team, but uh, there's a Frederick Black Festival coming up. I was actually shocked when I heard about it this morning. Um, you can't be more divisive because they're probably not going to have a white festival. Um, that would but, be yeah, racist. Celebrating, I guess. Paul, a white festival is <laughs> racist. A black festival is multiculturalism. You know, my my wife has African ancestry. I have European, so I think she's allowed to go and probably not me. I'll probably have to stand outside. But um, I would imagine there's going to be a lot more of the uh, wokeness with Washington because people forget Magic Johnson. You know, his son likes to wear dresses and put on makeup. Uh, so I wouldn't wouldn't put it past them to have a, you know, a black national anthem every week. They won't have an Arab, Asian, or white national anthem, though. They'll just 
stick with the Black National Anthem for Magic and his son, I guess. I Racial division <laughs> is very important to Democrat Party success on Election Day. <laughs> and, you know, Michael Piercy and I discovered something a couple of weeks ago that we haven't even talked about yet on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. You've got, uh, I, I make fun of the word pride. And, you know, uh, August is American Pride Month. I just call it Pride Month, though. And it's American Pride Month because we're all proud to be Americans, unless you're a Democrat, of course, in which case you'd burn the country to down, given half, burn the country to the ground, given half a chance. But if uh, pride, see, they've taken the word pride and they've taken the prefix trans. And uh, this is what information dominance can do for you. And the left has information dominance in the United States. Pride is a word that has many applications, but in modern-day Democrat information dominance America, the word has one meaning, and it means gay pride, right? Now, if you go look it up, and on Wikipedia, pride says that it's gay pride. Now, the, uh, they also have black pride, and black pride is about uh, black nationalism, and that's by, uh, then you have Hispanic pride. So they've got gay pride, they've got black pride, they've got Hispanic pride. And then they've got white pride. White pride is extremism and white nationalism and fascism. That's, that's uh, white pride on Wikipedia. Uh, but black pride is good. Hispanic pride is good. Gay pride is good. Um, but American pride isn't there. White pride is fascism. And uh, this is what information dominance is all about. Right? And, and, and it's the same thing uh, as you're talking about here, Paul. Uh, the Frederick Black Festival, but you're right, a white festival would be racist, right? What? Why is that? <laughs> it's a it's a way to divide people, like you said. Yeah, I left my church because they started talking about uh, white privilege, and again, I said my wife has African ancestry, so you know I'm standing next to her with a big divide between us. Um, it just felt horrible. I I just you know, couldn't stand it anymore. Um, the divisiveness of dividing people on, on skin color and making one people, one person feel guilty and horrible about, you know, how they were born and things um, that happened centuries ago. And, uh, by the way, uh, you know, the Dutch slavers that bought slaves on the West coast of Africa bought those slaves from black slave traders who were Africans who were capturing other Africans and selling them into slavery uh, to Europeans. And then when they got to the United States, to what is now the United States, uh, there were Native American tribes who had slaves all over the place. And uh, and in fact, uh, 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 years later, uh, Native Americans also had black slaves, but the Native Americans had slaves that were, that were uh, from other tribes. The Africans had slaves that were from other tribes. And of course, uh, the word, you're a learned man, Paul, so you know that the word slave itself comes from the fact that the Romans... Uh, made slaves out of the Slavs. That's where the word yeah. comes from. You, do you read Thomas Sowell? Uh, I didn't know if you're a fan. I um, have. Oh, sure. I'm a big fan of Thomas Sowell. Sure. The great Thomas Sowell. Absolutely. <laughs> One of my favorite books, Black Rednecks and White Liberals. I also would uh, recommend Empire of the Summer Moon if anybody's curious about the peace-loving Plains Indians, which they were not. Uh, but you can also reference Inca, Aztec, Maya as genocidal, slaving, uh, indigenous folks, uh, big fan of history and truth. So thank you, Chris. Yeah, you bet, Paul. Uh, enjoy the black uh, fests. Uh, I know you'll go with your wife and everything. You get a special pass, maybe a special dispensation. Um, the Democrat Party is and has always been the party of racism. 
Now, I just went to Wikipedia and I t- typed in white pride. White pride and white power, that they just changed the terms, all right, are expressions primarily used by white separatists, white nationalists, fascists, neo-Nazis, and white supremacist organizations, right? That's why they got a picture of a guy with, uh, you know, some kind of a fascist thing because that's what white pride is. That's what white pride is. Now, black pride or gay pride, those are, those are good things because black pride isn't racist, but white pride is racist. Gay pride isn't separatist, but it's good, you see, because gay is real good. And you go to black pride, they got the black power fist, which is a symbol of anger and violence. It's a black fist. It's a fist. Any fist is a symbol of anger. So uh, black pride is good in the United States as a movement which, is, which encourages black people to celebrate African-American culture. But white pride is fascism. See? I think we need to stop providing electricity. That's what I think. All right, let's, uh, you have, uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, great call. Let's, um, let's I, I, you know, they give me way too much stuff every day. Let's go to uh, James Comer. James Comer, who is the chair of the House Oversight Committee, who is looking into the many Biden family corruptions and keeps going, coming up with more and more stuff. He was on last night with Sean Hannity on the Fox News channel uh, talking about, you know, stuff they're finding on the corrupt, filthy uh, fluffer media. The Democrats and their friends in the media try to say there's no connection to Joe Biden. Every day there's more connections. And I think these emails today are consistent with the timeline that shows exactly what the real quid pro quo was in Ukraine. It was Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. We got quid pro quo. Remember, that was a big Latin phrase during President Trump. There was no quid pro quo when it come, comes to the phone call he made to Ukraine. But on the other hand, millions of dollars from Ukraine to the Biden family coffers, and they get tens of billions from us, from the U.S. taxpayer. A great investment. The return is more than 17,000% for Ukraine. James Comer. One reason that Hunter was CC'd on those emails where Joe Biden was using a fake name is so Hunter could prove to the Ukrainian oligarch, look, help is on the way. Because we heard from Devin Archer say that uh, the the owners of Burisma were squeezing Hunter Biden saying, we need help from Washington. Now, who do you think they were referring to when they were talking to Hunter Biden, who they said was dumber than their dogs, who was a drug addict, who had no experience, that we need help from Washington? On Wikipedia, gay pride is uh, the uh, promotion of self-affirmation, dignity, and equality. Uh, White pride is fascism. Uh, James Comer. Here we see now evidence that shows Joe Biden didn't have a wall between the government and his son's shady business dealings. He was copying him on foreign policy to let him know ahead of time, help is on the way. We're going to go in there and we're going to fire that prosecutor who's trying to bust you for corruption, son. Uh, Also, Bidenomics uh, working so beautifully. Mortgage rates just hit a 21-year high. Mortgage rates, if you're in real estate, if you want to buy a house, if you want to sell a house, now more than 7%. Seven and point- that, my friends, is called Bidenomics. Yes, it is. 7.09%, the highest 30-year fixed mortgage rate in 21 years. 11% increase in homelessness. And they're telling us, you know, the media and the Democrats... Consumer prices up 15.9%. 65% of us 
say our financial situation is poor or only fair. And the media tells us that this is a Goldilocks economy. We're just lucky to be alive. Folks, that's Bidenomics. It's about growing an economy by strengthening the middle class. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. The headline is, now, first of all, uh, they're making, they're very excited. The Democrats, President Trump is expected to be mugshotted at this Georgia jail, which is a nightmare jail. They call it a troubled jail because the Democrats run it. It's like Pol Pot's death machine. Uh, and the media is excited that President Trump will be bugshotted there because then they're going to fire on Fort Sumter again. Uh, and uh, here's the headline today, Georgia, with a picture of that uh, Willis, the Swahili woman, um, standing there looking weird. Georgia indicts millions of voters for conspiring to elect Trump. What's this? Well, that's the Babylon Bee. Georgia indicts millions of voters for conspiring to elect Trump. I think that's that's an excellent thing. We uh, these people are they're crazy. It is Friday. It's going to be a beautiful weekend here in Washington D.C. weather-wise because of climate change. The climate changed, and it's like 80 degrees with no humidity and sunny, and it's going to be 84 and sunny tomorrow with no humidity, and and 83 the next day partly cloudy with no humidity. That's climate change. See. I'm panicking about it anyway. There is a storm headed towards Southern California, and the news media has already wet their pants because, you know. But here's uh, Wikipedia once again. Black Pride, a movement which encourages black people to celebrate African-American culture and embrace their African heritage. Asian Pride, celebration of Asian ethnicity and culture, you see. White Pride. Expressions primarily expressed by white separatists, white nationalists, fascists, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists. That's the thing. American pride. American pride is listed in Wikipedia as, first, a three-masted schooner built in 1941. I'm not kidding. Two, a paddle-wheel passenger riverboat built in 2012, formerly known as the Queen of Mississippi, and American pride is an album by the country music band Alabama. That's the only American pride, but white pride is fascism. Asian pride celebrates Asians. Black pride celebrates black people. LGBTQ pride is about self-affirmation and dignity. But white pride is fascism. Huh. American pride is a riverboat. (laughs) It's two boats and an album. Have a great American weekend anyway.
The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 